are back for another episode of Too Many Men. Tony Pickenich, Tom Pickenich, Zach Riley, Hello. Eric Johnson, no Trish, no John. And it sucks that there's no John. Yeah. On the, on the NBA or on the, uh, the couple days after Downfall the Downfall for John. The NBA <laughs> draft and the Knicks just bungling John, the entire situation. John yeah. told me, quote, that that was one of the worst days of his Knicks fandom. And that's saying Didn't something. Didn't they get a lot of picks, though? Yeah, but at, at some point. The Zach, picks are like, I, come on, I want I will, players. I, guess. I will tell you this. Um, it was very easy leaving the NBA draft, uh, getting oh, out of yeah. Brooklyn, because all the Knicks fans were already gone by like pick 15. Well, think about the player that John wanted the most. Yeah. They drafted and then traded right away. Right away. <laughs> <laughs> right to the Thunder. Oh, like, John thank was you. probably in his house. Thank you for so everything you've done. Thank you for everything you've done in this five minutes of being a New York Knick. He was so Goodbye. happy in, in the group chat. And he was, he was he's like, oh celebrating. He's so happy. And then Before he, they go, he, my guy. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they got a guy. He trades him to OKC. John just can't be happy. No, it's not yeah. allowed. And and the quote from Usman Dieng was great. Uh, well, it was like they booed me, so I'm glad that I'm out of there. It's really Why great to be a Oklahoma because he's a Knicks draft pick. So they boo every Knicks. They draft. didn't know who he was. <laughs> They they saw Europe. They they've seen this story before. Porzingis, Porzingis, Frank Nitzelakina. They don't yeah. they don't want to deal with this. It's could be a good life. player too. Probably will be. Since oh, he's not like, like anymore, he's gonna be he's, he's gonna, gonna be a hall of famer. He's, gonna be he's the next DP. Giannis. Yeah, yeah John did compare him to Giannis, which is a hell of a comparison thing. You've never seen him play in the NBA once. He's the next Giannis. So we got some NBA news to touch on a little bit. Uh, we have the new Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. Uh, and I'm sure Tom wants to talk about that a little bit. Yes, I do. Oh, you are so loud. Jesus. <laughs> it is not my fault. Relax yourself. No. And um, But we'll start off. We have, we have some baseball stuff later, too. We'll start yep. off with, the, uh, with some golf some news. Golf. Corn Ferry Tour, you want to talk about? The PGA Tour is making some moves to try and keep these young golfers from moving on to the live golf. And, and this is this is a direct move at the younger like up literally and coming the golfers. Q school yeah. and Corn Ferry Tour is their lower their minor leagues essentially of the tour. Uh so the big changes for next season, they're adding 30 PGA Tour cards awarded to the top players on the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh I think it was only 15 yeah. Beforehand. Mm-hmm. So they added a whole nother 15 people that get added into the PGA. Uh, and then now the season will now culminate with four elevated uh, events featuring a $1.5 million purse with a $600 points awarded to the winner. So if you win that that tournament, you're, you're probably almost you're, yeah, guaranteed a, a card. So That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a hell of a... You have to at this point. You yeah, can't it, make it makes it... it they they want to make it basically as easy as possible so you don't just hop over to live. I get that. Yeah. But and then, the, you still don't want to take away from what it means to make the PGA Tour or anything like that, you know? I don't, I don't think it really will do that much because, like, yes, it'll make it a little easier to get in, but that doesn't guarantee... <laughs> eating your mic. Yeah. That doesn't guarantee <laughs> you a win in the PGA Tour. That's true. That's true. So, and then also uh, the Q school is like their first thing. Like you sign up uh, and have to pay to go to these tournaments to try and get accepted into the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, apparently, they're giving the top five uh, of the Q school PGA cards as well. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's like a direct reaction from Liv. It's amazing. It, and. To give them more money is huge yeah. too, because those lower league golf tournaments don't 
like they don't bring in money. PGA, they don't bring in that kind of money if no. you're playing in it. And and they got to pay for their own expenses to go to these tournaments and and get there and stay for their like the whole weekend in a hotel. And I, I'm pretty sure what the PGA Tour most of their tournaments are only like five hundred thousand dollar purses, depend maybe even eight hundred on average, but those are probably like two hundred k. 300k yeah I, the numbers don't compare at that point i mean because you're so usually usually so young in your career yeah, at that you're, point you're where, 19 18 19 20 in these yeah. leagues but yeah all right so that's They're where just, that that's where that's where the pga currently stands yeah still right. fighting they got uh live has a tournament in portland this weekend really yeah okay portland oregon do you know where by any chance what the name of the course is i was just on their page let me look at look it up here Live Golf. It is. It just says Portland. Oh, Pumpkin Ridge Golf Club. Pumpkin Ridge. That's yep. a hell of a name. I have a picture of one of the holes here. It looks pretty nice. Uh, no, these are all the. Oh teams. no, Zach! Of course it looks pretty nice. What do you think they're gonna have it at? Meadows Golf Club in Lincoln Park, New Jersey? Yes. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna have it at some public like municipality course that we have to play tomorrow. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> some random some course in Pennsylvania. Though is uh he's having his first live golf tournament start this week really yes so he starts his live career yep all right so eric what's next on the list uh i am i am trish today with the list um the colorado avalanche win the stanley cup it is their third in franchise history and i want to start by talking about colorado with nikola obey kubel almost almost well he did drop the stanley cup and he also dented it jeez uh, yeah, known superstar Nicholas Albe Kubel is the one that puts the first dent, and you can see by the pictures when they got off the airplane, they put more than one dent in it. Mm-hmm. That is the, the I don't want to say the furthest thing from a circle. Was the that base? Like, but was that like the fastest a trophy's ever? Been uh, yeah, the keeper of the cup said that was the first time it's been dented um, during in the, the on ice celebration. Oh my god, which is <laughs> crazy. Who was the one that threw it into the pool? Uh, Lemieux, right? Is that Lemieux? It was definitely the Penguins. Yeah. Wasn't and it was Messier the one that left it in the taxi cab, right? Yeah, oh, no. and it got it got hauled How around New York City that? for the night. How do you forget that a taxi cab? Because probably Messi because me- plastered. That's, that's why, yeah. Smashed if you would. Destroyed. Still, no matter how smashed you are, you have a massive trophy that you're lugging around. That's true. It's pretty hard. It's like it's based on like the Lombardi I, I trophy. Don't, I, I don't want to like Im- imagine if it's like leaving a child around. Y- yeah, exactly. Imagine, imagine. I know this didn't exist at the time, but if imagine if Messier was in like the cash cab and it's just the cash cab, just <laughs> the cash cab driving around, just Stanley Cup in the back. You're on the cash cab. It's a trophy. <laughs> if you win the video bonus, you get to keep the Stanley Cup. So game game six was. Something. Yeah, how about it? <laughs> like, um, it was really something. They jump out to that early one up in lead, Tampa Bay, and, and they blew it. They did blow it. You know, it's uh, it's bittersweet getting to talk about this because Trish isn't here, so I can't yell at him. Uh, Why would Trish say? Trish said the Lightning were going to win because he went with Tony. So did this uh, guy. Yeah, Tony, you said the Lightning were going to win. Eric, what was your uh, what was your seven. stance? I I was Lightning in six, but it really wasn't as right. definitive as everyone else. Okay, was it uh, Zach, I thought yeah. I said six. Zach, did you did you weigh I said in? Avs. You said the Avs. Uh, does anyone know what John said? 
John didn't. John has John no idea what's John, going on. John thought that's the fine. Rangers were probably in the Stanley Cup. Yeah, John, that's, that's John picked that's the Rangers fine. in five. Basically, uh, I, I just want to come back to... Uh, I can't wait for game eight. In, there is no game eight. <laughs> I was waiting for game eight with the stars. What happened? <laughs> I was uh, waiting for game five with Florida. I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for game uh, game eight with Toronto, too. Game seven. Tough. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, uh, I said... Before the finals started, Kale McCarr is the best defenseman, and I was booed. I might as well have been casted out. He had the best I was year, but he's not with, the best defenseman. I was told Victor, Victor Hedman is better. better he than wasn't him. better than him this year, and that showed. He won the Norris, he won the Conn Smythe, and he adds the Stanley Cup to his uh, his list of achievements. All at the age of, what, before 23? Yeah, I think he was 23. That's, that's the craziest thing ever. Well, he's I, going to be the best defenseman per, of all time. Perhaps the craziest thing. They've been awarding the Conn Smythe, I believe, since 1965. Sure. Do you know how many defensemen have won it? Probably not many. Care to take a guess? It's not three, five. is it? No, no, it's more than three. Yeah, okay. It's five. double digits. It's it double is double digits. digits. Um, 17? No, 11. Okay. Okay, and here's here's the list. I can I know some. I know some. Kale, can you name an order? No. From backwards to... No, but I can I can name some. Okay. I'm going to say um, uh, Nicholas Lindstrom. Yeah. Bobby Orr. He won it twice. He's the only defenseman to win it twice. Okay. Uh, Kale McCarr. Yep. <coughs> Victor Hedman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was um, say Hedman. Oh, can I throw in one? I know one. Sure. Duncan Keith. I was going to yep. say Duncan, Duncan Keith. Keith. Um, I don't think Stevens has one. No, oh, Stevens does Stevens have one. Stevens does has one. Two thousand. Two thousand. He won that. Okay. Niedermeyer yeah. has one. Two thousand seven. Yep. Yeah. Niedermeyer's okay. got one with the Ducks. Um, you have the last one, two, three, four, five, six. That's where I I kind of run out. Then with you that. got Brian Leach. Okay. Uh, that, did yeah. Paul Coffey win one? No. Al McInnes. Oh okay. wait. Did Larry Murphy win one? No, but Larry Robinson did. Okay. And then the first defenseman too was Serge Savard. So wait, is every defenseman who's won the Conn Smythe in the Hall of Fame? Well, aside yeah. from Duncan Keith and well, yeah, aside yeah. from the active and ones. Duncan oh man, does that mean does that mean there's already the argument to put Makar in? From you? Oh hell yeah, from me. <laughs> but but I'll tell you this, Duncan Keith, he's gonna go in. Oh yeah. And Victor Hedman is well on his way. Oh yeah, Duncan Keith's gonna go in as an Oiler. No, he's not. <laughs> Where did Duncan Keith say he's not gonna retire? Yeah, there's a 15 to 30 percent chance he retires, <laughs> which means no. But uh, you know, I just want to get back on the finals what happened you run a sports podcast oh, I mean, listen, you think you're no, all listen, knowing they jumped so out what to happens early lead in game six uh stamco scored and it was the first game of the series i didn't bet stamco's first goal mm. which i had him in a boost because FanDuel boosted four players to score the first goal so i had him there but it was the first game i didn't bet him solo to score the first goal which kind of hurt me <laughs> but um no listen man the avalanche played great um, in especially the later half of Game Six, uh, throughout the playoffs, the Colorado Avalanche were sixteen and four. Oh yeah, I, listen, they were just overpowering at a lot of times, and it was going to take a great team to defeat the two-time back-to-back Stanley Cup champion. And you know, Colorado is that great team. Now, listen, I wouldn't be surprised if next year we had the same exact Stanley Cup final matchup. Yeah, I because. They got some depth pieces that are going to be gone probably Tampa. You know, Jan Ruda's a free agent. Andre Palat's a free agent. Nick Paul's a free agent, stuff like that. But well, Same with Colorado. You got to look at the names out in Colorado. They're again, free agents, so. but you look at the names that are going to be there, definitely Tampa Bay, Kucherov, Point, Stamkos, Hedman, Vasilevsky. 
Colorado, a little bit murky with Darcy Kemper, but I'm pretty sure he re-ups. But you still got McKinnon there next year. You got Landis Cog. You got Cal McCarr. I, I mean. Your free agents. Did Nazi you say Kadri? Kadri's a free agent. Oh, Kadri's a free agent. Burakovsky's a free agent. Nachushkin's a free agent. Kadri's as good as gone. Yeah? Yeah. Back to Toronto? No. <laughs> Eastern no. Conference, though, most likely. I, I, Tampa. I see Detroit. I've heard uh, Washington and Philly interested as well. That's yeah. not good. <laughs> For who? For the Devils. Oh, okay. Thank okay. you. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, back on Darcy Kemper, the guy that I love, that I know no, you no, hate. No, listen. Darcy it's, Kemper it's had a feat. hell of a series. He joins the rankings of Corey Crawford, Jordan Bennington, Anthony Emmy, J.S. Shiger, goalies who are not elite goalies winning a Stanley Cup. Cam Ward. Cam Ward. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean. It might as well be the Cam Ward trophy. <laughs> I, I'll go on that. I, I won't say Darcy Kemper's an elite goaltender, but I think it's fair to say he outplayed Andre Vasilevsky oh, yeah, this playoff. This series, yeah. And also, you were giving a lot of shit to, also, to not Andre Vasilevsky. Just give me one minute, Eric. Okay. Uh, you were giving a lot of shit to Darcy Kemper throughout the Stanley Cup final. You're saying he was not a good goaltender, which he actually very much is a very good goaltender. And that was your mistake. You thought there was going to be a legitimate controversy. Oh, there was I no did, way. I don't like, care who like said that. Okay, it was like 80 percent of of hockey media believed that there was a legitimate chance and a legitimate reason for that matter. And I'm here to tell you, I can literally tell you a legitimate reason why there wasn't. He let up how many goals? Four, six goals? How many? No, 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 no. Please answer. Answer. It does matter. It does matter. Yeah, it does. It does matter when the game before that. Yes, I am. It doesn't matter. It does matter because you don't compare it to the best goalie on the planet. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Andre Vasilevsky just let up seven goals, and your player just had what a shutout or only let up like how many goals against the Lightning? in that no, first game that and then the next game okay then he has a bad game you don't just lose confidence in your starting goaltender you ride with them and look what they did when they rode with them they won the Stanley Cup yeah no listen I get that no, I don't think you do but to compare how do anything, I sound by the way compare, this sounds weird you're loud that's on you you <laughs> no, didn't it's on you. you're too close to the mic you always tell me to get close to the mic that's one of these mics not that one that's not fair so is this better it's simple to assume am I picking up that yes. Andre Vasilevsky is going to bounce back he's the best goaltender on the oh, planet oh yeah 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 Darcy Kemper is 20 steps down from Andre Vasilevsky. I'm not saying he's on the same that's level what, as Vasilevsky, brings, but he's still a very good goaltender. He's closer to the level of Pavel Francouz than he is to the level of Andre Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. Darcy Kemper. Disagree. No. <laughs> okay, well, I think if that's the case, then you can make that argument for most players. Do you think they would have won with Pavel Francouz in that in Game 6? Because mm-hmm. I do, especially mm-hmm. the way Tampa played the latter half of the game. They didn't have any. They had two shots in a 14-minute span. No. Three shots on There's goal n- all the third period. Okay, that's great. If he starts that game, he's still not winning. Pavel Vrancouz is very leaky. Darcy Kemper isn't leaky? No. He wasn't this series. He was for games one through three. And he had... He was good in game two. He had the shutout. Games one and three, he wasn't... Mm-mm. Game one, he was pretty fucking leaky. Game one, leaky. he wasn't leaky. <laughs> game one, he was he, pretty leaky. Okay. Two out of those three goals, he should have stopped. Okay, how many goals did he let that game? Three. How many did uh, Andre Vasilevsky let up? I can't I'm allowed to compare. When you're playing at the highest level and you guys are playing each other for the greatest trophy in sports, you're allowed to compare. Yeah, you are. But when it comes to taking a goaltender out and doing it for the the backup, 
You don't compare him against the other starting goaltender. You compare to what you believe the backup goaltender would have done. And I there, don't think he would have done it. There's anything. not a single person on the face of this earth. It could be 7 nothing. It could be 12 nothing. Nobody's putting Brian Elliott in the game over Andrew Vasilevsky. I'm not putting Fransson or Darcy Kemper. Fransson is a lot closer to Darcy Kemper in skill than, than at least Brian Elliott is oh, to Andrew yeah, Vasilevsky. No, that's a fact, but I'm still not putting so the in argument Fransson. brings itself up. The argument, that's a different argument. It's a goaltender who has, A, never been in this situation before. As most goaltenders usually are. And, B, don't know how he's going to respond. Yeah. That would be the argument to bring in Francois. Okay. Francois okay. also finished the game. That, that argument does not make sense to take out a person who's been there the first time because now you're putting in another goaltender who's also now there for the first time. Let Again, me, it's about losing this, confidence in your goaltender. Out there. Colorado didn't, and look what they got rewarded with. The last goaltender... That was not Andre Vasilevsky to play in the Tampa Bay playoff game was Louis Domingue. That means literally nothing to me, Eric. There's no way that's true either. That is true. What does that mean? That means nothing. No, yeah, that's meaningless. What he just said, meaningless. Towards the conversation of putting in another goaltender. There's also no, I've seen no, Domingue. There's also no way. Is that really true? I would have thought Curtis yeah. McElhaney. I, that's what though. I guess too. And I've I seen Curtis McElhaney play. Curtis McElhaney sucks. But nobody's pulling Vassy. No. Dude, listen. I understand. You know, he's got the, you know, the name. I, I he's mean, got the skill. He's it, got the greatness. Let me finish. He's got the greatness. But you let up seven goals, and then Darcy Kemper does something close to that. But then there's talks of Darcy Kemper being pulled, but not Vasilevsky. It's not 100% fair. Darcy Kemper let in four no, or no, six no. goals, it but Andre Vasilevsky let up seven. It is 100% fair. It's the same reason why Eddie Belfour got pulled after letting six in in game one against New Jersey. It's but Brodeur doesn't get the same treatment when he allows seven in the same situation. It, Dude, Eddie Belfour is a... Whoa. Yeah, Ed Belfour uh, is a Hall of Fame goaltender. Then he wasn't. Yeah, I know. He, he still had, didn't he deserve that. Was, it's still the stupidest thing ever. And that happens again, and, like, you know, look what happened to them. They got, uh, they lost to the Devils. Yeah, not because of that, though. All right, what's next on this list? Congratulations to Colorado Avalanche. How about you congratulate Darcy Kemper? Congratulations to Darcy Kemper. Great, uh-huh. great couple games. Who outdueled Andre Vasilevsky. Great couple games. Who outdueled Andre Vasilevsky. I, listen, I could, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say it wasn't a goaltender outdueling a goaltender. It was a total roster outdoing a total roster. Garbage. Darcy Kemper was a very good goaltender. When it came series. down to it, the Colorado Avalanche did not allow shots in any kind of high danger areas. Their defense kept shooters out of the, out of the slot. And Darcy Kemper made the saves that But happened. when players got there, they scored. That's not true. That is true. No, it's not. Darcy Kemper made enough saves. I, I think, he, yeah, but no, it, the t- the game goes beyond goaltenders. It's an entire. I know team. it does go go beyond. Be, I know it goes beyond goaltenders, but Darcy Kemper was a very good goaltender. He wasn't very good. He was serviceable. He was better than he Vasilevsky was in that series. He was enough to win. He has a better save. Let me tell you, you, you take their same exact performances and you switch them. What are you talking about? You take care. You take Kemper, put him on Tampa. Vasilevsky, put him on Colorado. Yeah. Colorado still wins. That's not true. That is true. No, it's not. Vasilevsky is a better player. He played better in the series. He didn't. He allowed more soft goals, Darcy Kemper, than Andre Vasilevsky did. Okay, that really means little to me. What matters to me? You take the same teams playing in front of him. Okay, well, Vasilevsky's got two. That makes him a better player. Okay, well, how many times has he beaten the Avalanche? Darcy Kemper has one of them. Also, Darcy Kemper literally was stuck to the shackles of Arizona. Where's uh, 
Where's Vasilevsky you been stuck? You act like he was there his whole career. Where's Vasilevsky been shackled? You act like he was Where's there his whole career. Where's Vasilevsky been shackled? You act like Where's Vasilevsky been shackled? You act like, you act like But Darcy where has Kemper, Vasilevsky been shackled? You act like Darcy Kemper hasn't seen a sheet of ice outside of the state of Arizona before he got to Colorado. <laughs> I mean, he might he as well He started his career him. in Minnesota and played for the LA Kings. That sucks. Both of those <laughs> options are terrible. I hope for the sake of this argument, Darcy Kemper signs elsewhere. Why? So you can see how good Darcy oh, Kemper is? I saw how good well, Darcy Kemper was oh, when he was wait. on the Coyotes. Let me tell you. Somebody's going to give him a bag. I hope it's Jersey. I'd rather him than Jack Campbell. Well, That is not even an argument. Somebody's going to give him a bag. Yeah. And I think it's between three teams. Colorado. Yeah. Which they kind of should. Toronto. Uh, okay. Edmonton. Yeah, I see that. And those are the three. <laughs> and three. you could realistically get to the point where Colorado gets totally priced out because they have so many other things to take care of. Yeah. So it's a bidding war between the Oilers and Maple Leafs. I mean, he's already got a In which case, for the sake of him, more. what? You do not want to go to Edmonton. You do not want to go to Toronto. That's a better place than Edmonton. No, it's not. Edmonton just went to the conference final. Toronto still hasn't gotten past the You're first gonna round. You're going to hate what I'm about to say because there's no way to prove it. Because it's wrong. If he leaves, on a scale of 1 to 10. Yeah. When it takes comes to steps you can take. Yeah. Andre Vasilevsky's a 10. Yeah. John Gillies is a 1. Okay. Darcy Kemper. Mike Smith fits in around a 4. Okay. 4-5. Four, sure. Kemper's a 6-7. I was going to say 7-8. Seven, what do you mean? In terms of skill? In terms of just how big of a step up you could take when you go into tiers of goaltenders. Kemper's a 7-8. Seven, 7. Is that, seven, an, is that enough to do Edmonton anything? Yeah. Really? He's way better than Mike Smith. I've seen Mike He's Smith He's not play. as better as you think. He's way better. I don't think you know what you're Mike talking Smith about. I think Mike Smith had better numbers than Darcy Kemper did this postseason. And well, I think they played around the same amount of games. Goals. You want me to look that up? I yeah, guess you can that look up. that up. That, 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 that one series with <laughs> the Oilers I, I'm aware. wasn't great. <laughs> if Darcy Kemper's in net and Mike Smith is if Darcy Kemper's in net for the Oilers and Mike Smith is in net for the Avs, then the Oilers at least win two games. Yeah, but I think the I, I don't know about two. I think they win one. Okay, what stats are you guys looking for? I have no idea. Save, Tony just said stats. Save I, percentage, the end all be all. Nine thirteen save percentage, three point three seven goals against. For Mike Smith. Smith looks like a crackhead. Okay, the save percentage is higher for Smith, but the goals against is lower for Kemper, which you seeing less shots. How many games did uh did Smith play? By the way, Mike Smith played. I believe it was sixteen. Oh, they both played the same amount of games. Let me see. 16 games, Mike Smith saw 560 shots. In 16 games, Darcy Kemper saw 386 shots. Wow. He saw less shots. Jesus Christ. Same amount of games, Mike Smith saw too much. You know do you know what the crazy thing is? Mm. This, this, this stat's nuts to me. In 16 games this year, in the playoffs, Kemper saw 386 shots, right? In Arizona, the year they made the playoffs, he played in nine games and saw only 52 less shots. Oh, my gosh. How did that Arizona team get that far? COVID. But, I mean, listen, if if 
if Kemper saw the same amount of shots, and listen, the de- defense when you go from Colorado to Edmonton is literally professional to junior level defense. Oh yeah. From Kale McCarr to Tyson Barry. If Kemper saw the same amount of shots based off the same save percentage, he would have significantly worse numbers than Mike Smith. They would not be significantly worse. No, I think statistically goals against average and everything would be. Statistics and applying them to a future is hypothetical, and I don't go with hypotheticals. The fact that Mike Smith only allowed 11 more goals than Darcy Kemper is something. I literally saw... Philip Grubauer be a Vesna candidate and then post an 88% save percentage the following season. I don't care about your hypotheticals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got a point there. Should I, uh, should I move on in the in the list? What is this? So, <laughs> same same amount of, uh, if, if the save percentage stayed the same and you saw the same amount of shots, he would have allowed six more goals than Mike Smith. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not that bad, though. No, but we're talking about Mike friggin' Smith. Uh, yeah, Mike Smith is 40. <laughs> and probably retiring. <coughs> Who knows? Oh, hopefully, oh, for the love of God, retiring. Don't you know he's going to be in the league a decade from now in his third Western Conference final appearance because he does he'll, it every he'll decade. He goes every 10 years. All right, Eric, what's next? Uh, as, as it looks like there might be trouble in the rest of the league, for our friends in the Metro in Pittsburgh, uh, they could be losing both of Kenny Malkin and Chris Letang. A report came out from The Athletic that said... That Latang could be gone, and then as well, an update from Bleacher Report uh, saying that Malkin could be on his way out as well. We are in such a weird spot because this has been the last 15 years of hockey. It's been Ovechkin in Washington, and it's been Crosby in Pittsburgh, and these players are nothing without their supporting cast. And now you have Nicholas Backstrom probably out for the entirety of next season. And you have Evgeny Malkin hitting free agency, which I, I unfortunately think he's going to be a New York Ranger. And I think Chris Letang is going to be a Montreal Canadian and play at home. Basically abandoning these superstars. And, yeah, you can make the argument that, you know, Ovechkin still has his Latang and John Carlson. But when it comes to one-two punches, Crosby and Malkin are done. And it, it's listen, Backstrom being out only this season, I would say, is a generous um, estimate because it's a hip injury that most players don't come back from. As, as of right now, they're done. It's not a confirmed thing yet, but if yeah. both are, as of from the athletic, on their way out potentially, that's startling. But it definitely a real possibility each way. Yeah, I think you're right with one of the two. It makes you wonder. I think I think Latang as of right now goes to Montreal. I know um, Pittsburgh's in a better situation than Washington. Jake Getzel is probably a better number two player than anybody on that Washington roster. I know Evgeny Kuznetsov is good, but I don't think they see him as that player. I love Jake Getzel. Yeah, he's so Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is left off in a better spot. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is you talked about Ovechkin losing his playmaker, Nicholas Backstrom. Yeah. The thing is, I think he can get his new playmaker. And I oh, think yeah. I mean, with the cap space freed up by I, him hitting long-term IR, and definitely. I and I think his new playmaker is going to be Evgeny Malkin. You think he goes to Washington? That would be crazy. That would – that oh, and would, oh, my God. Opening night would be Penn's caps. 
on just, ESPN. Just think about it, boys. Right? Like, it makes sense from a cap perspective. It makes sense from an age perspective. These two guys know each other. Yeah, it makes sense from a personnel or, perspective for both personnel those players. perspective, from a Washington window perspective. And if, if, yeah. And Tony, you yeah, and I were talking about this last night. Now. If, we'll get to that in a second. If, if Jenny Malkin wants to stick it to Pittsburgh, which he long. very well could. If the contract negotiations are as bad as what's leaked out, yeah. that Malkin feels like he's being lowballed. Same thing with Latang. And if you want to stick it to him, that's the place to go. Is go Rush. to the biggest rival. Like I think that makes the most sense, right? Like you got to think of this from a window perspective too. Washington, they think their window's still open. We are not as in agreement that their window's still open. But their window's open for Washington. You think? Oh yeah. If, if, if they, they get sign, Malkin, if they sign Malkin, I think their window's open too. You well, gotta... I think even Malkin, if you're looking at this, if he hadn't won anything in Pittsburgh, he'd be ring chasing. You don't need to ring chase. You can go play with your boy in Washington. It'd be something if they made a call to Ilya Kovalchuk too. And the other, and just reunited those three. The other thing is, if Malkin goes to Washington, uh, Gretzky better start really getting worried about his goal record. Oh, he should be worried already. Yes, Ovechkin's gonna break that record. Shout out to Alexander Ovechkin. Um, if this hockey thing doesn't work out, yeah, he's got a new. Uh, he scored in that soccer game. Yes, he did. I have the video of it right for here. Dynamo Moscow. Yeah, didn't his dad play for there? I think so. Which probably... is just a crazy thing. I mean, it was a hell he of a was, goal, man. He was bodying people. He was on the soccer field as well. It's a great but goal. He should play there in the summer. He should. But yeah, well, I think is... that's what he's doing. No, he was just there for one game for a friendly. Oh, uh, okay. So this is not like the end of the potential problems for Pittsburgh. Yes, you might lose Malkin and you might lose Latang, but Jake Gensel's up in two years. Jari's up next year. Yeah, okay, so the thing with Crosby, too, is you have to keep Crosby happy, and I think having Malkin there fixes it a little bit, because Mal- uh, not Malkin, Getzel there fixes it a little bit, because Getzel's such a good player. Um, But th- there comes a point where the window's going to be closed, and management is going to Acknowledge that the window's closed. And it, it is so. What like, do you do with Sidney Crosby? It is on the verge of shutting. Yeah. So what do as, you do with Sidney Crosby? As of right now, Pittsburgh's highest paid defenseman is Mike Matheson. And there's been talks of them trying to move who Marino. Marino's signed on for the next five years of four point four mil. Yeah. I... Dumoulin's up next year. Talk about buyer's remorse. There. I mean, that's a fairly new contract. That there've been talks for trades, level of interest from. Either a buyer or seller perspective, still really unknown, but his name's out there, and that usually, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. It doesn't mean he's going to be traded, but it means there's talk. I mean, I know. It's crazy. See, I know they're high on Pierre Olivier Joseph. I am too, but he's not the only fix here. I mean, I said this to you last night that you're going to see a lot of players who aren't deserving of top six minutes get top six minutes. You're going to see Evan Rodriguez, whether you like it or not, in an advanced role on that forward group. And Does if he, I'm Evan... Is, is I'm, he that type of skill player? No, not even close. He's a great top nine, no. bottom six player. I but, also want to point out Evan Rodriguez, also a free agent. They'll retain him. I think he... Re, is he an RFA or a UFA? UFA. Definitely will be a snap hook reaction if Malkin leaves and they'll retain him. Two other important free agents, Ricard Raquel's a UFA? I don't think he comes back. And Kasperi Kapanen is an RFA. I don't think he comes back either. With arbitration rights. He'll come back. Well, he's an RFA? RFA with arbitration rights. All right, he'll be back. He'll be back because 
You could probably get them. You lowball the shit out of them and get them in a low number. Tom, everybody can hear that pen dragging across the paper. Yeah, it's okay. I just finished. What is it? It's a drawing of you. Okay. <laughs> you know, right, being so, wrong. So that's where we're at. So, so what's next on the list here? Uh, there's rumors that David Quinn might be the front runner to coach the Boston Bruins next season. This is a quick one. I mean, listen, you fired a great head coach <laughs> in Bruce Cassidy, and now you're going to hire the man that single-handedly ran the New York Rangers into the ground. Like they, David Quinn just kept the potential away from the Rangers, and they're away. Like what? One year removed from him. And they go to two the conference. Years, two two years, years, and now either they're in the way, conference final. Either way, this is the man that just took the United States Olympic team and right into the ground. Yeah, ruined it. The Bruins are a clown show. They finished like sixth in the last Olympics, oh and I know they had AHL players and shit there, Still and college right. players. You got to finish higher than like sixth. It's. Yeah, I saw yeah, it on. I, I saw on Twitter. Rangers fans rejoicing at the news that David Quinn could be the front runner, and that basically signs David Pasternak's ticket out. Because why would you want to stick around for whatever's going on? And also, apparently, the rumor was that David Pasternak was not going to play as long as Don Sweeney was still the general manager. So what they do, Tony? Multi-year extension. Multi-year extension. They are asking for him. For they're asking for a trade request. They're asking for it. Yeah. yeah, I. It's not gonna. It's I mean, again. Boston joins in with that Pittsburgh, Washington group. It's it's gonna get worse a lot quicker than it gets better. What's next on the list? So we are switching from the NHL to the National Basketball Association. Um, want to do a quick little thing about the NBA draft. First of all, I had a great time. Awesome experience there. there at the draft. Um. Fantastic. I I will tell you this. Every year, I recommend people go. Um, but yeah, Paolo went number one. As I said, my boy. Yeah. I did say it. I Don't give me that look. I didn't know that you said that. I didn't even want to. Tony, me said it on and this you. Podcast. I wasn't listening. We were talking Tony, about me and you, because we saw Paolo's odds rising. We're like, that's not a coincidence. And even the, uh, the draft day dip. From Woj. Yeah. They fooled Woj. Real quick here, while we're on draft stuff, I want to talk a little NHL draft just real quick, really like it, like quick. Zach, what did I tell you yesterday in regards to the NHL draft? Oh, that uh, well, what's his name was going to get drafted first. I told him to bet on Juraj Slavkovsky yes. to go first overall. He was five to one plus right. five hundred yesterday. Today plus one forty. Don't tell me that he's still not the favorite yet. Still not the favorite yet, but he's. Essentially, that there. was this morning. I'm gonna see where he's at right now, but plus 140 earlier today. Well, yeah, the, the guys will talk more NHL draft stuff next week. Um, but yeah, had a great time at the draft, uh, loved it. Paid 60 bucks, I felt my money was well worth it. Really, yep, I do. Ooh, so advanced NHL draft stuff out here. Um, you can bet on order like you can in the NBA draft. Oh, yeah. Eric, did um, you uh, did you like what the Sixers did? I don't know who they I picked. I loved but... what the Sixers did. <laughs> I all I said to my friends that I was with, I said, "Do not pick somebody at twenty three. Trade that for a player that can make an immediate impact." I've wanted DeAnthony Melton for years from the Grizzlies. It's perfect. It's the perfect like bench depth we need. And essentially, um, Daryl Morey saying, "There's no." player better at 23 than the Anthony Melton. Which is fair. Um, I, I mean, what are you really going to get at 23? 
Yeah, and you're not gonna get anything immediate. That's and they also sure. shedded uh, Danny Green's contract too. And oh, oh, oh boy, Tom, not happy with that news. Who shredded Danny Green's contract? The Sixers. Ooh, Danny oh. Green's a Grizzly. Oh right, yeah, I remember that. Eric, was there a lot of uh, Philly representation out there in Brooklyn? There was a decent amount. Uh, okay. The teams I saw the most, obviously Knicks. I saw a lot of Thunder. Uh, wait, wait, the Nets weren't even the first one that you would say. It was the no Nets fans. It was I didn't in their stadium. Many, it doesn't matter. <laughs> also, also Zach, they had no picks. Oh yeah, didn't they get rid of all of them? Yeah. With, um, uh, the other they team traded I saw... some this year. And the other with well, KD, no KD was a free agent. The other team I, agents. the other team I saw a lot of was Cleveland. That's really surprising. good for them. They travel. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cleveland, I saw a lot of. Um, by the way, I didn't like the draft hats this year. Honestly, they didn't look that good. Um, but yeah, well worth the sixty dollars because after the first round, if you stay for the second, you get to move like all the way up to the front. That's pretty sick. Yeah. I didn't and, know they were doing the second round the same night until they said the first round was over, and I kept getting notifications. And then I looked and saw picks. players were signing undrafted free agents. I was like, what the hell? How is this happening? And, 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 then I, <laughs> and, then, and then, Tony, I sent you the photo, and you're like, why Why'd you move all the way up? I'm like, well, because it's the second round. Again, I like that. Um, but, yeah, very, very fun time. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. If you're um, a basketball fan, I'm not a huge basketball fan. If you're a basketball fan, if you're a fan really of any sport, gotta I feel go like you got you should go to like except except for the baseball. MLB, yeah. Baseball they do it at the Sea Caucus yeah, studio. They do it in That's the studio. nothing. Well, because you gotta I mean, go to you gotta go You're to not seeing any draft. of those guys for three years, so there's no point. They don't even have them there. Do no, they? they don't. It's all at least <laughs> lately I know it's been on Zoom. But like but like I think the, they have the top ten guys there. Yeah, like so, the big guys. Yeah, you really have a chance there to like disappoint some people if a guy oh if a guy slips. Yeah, they're um the other thing is you get to get like really close to some of the sets, so we could see like Woj, we could see Malik Andrews, Kendrick Perkins. Uh, we saw good, Stephen A. Um, Lives and on the we, street. We also saw some of the prospects leaving as they left, which was really really cool because they had the like a whole row of like black vans on the way out. Um, but yeah, that's the NBA draft in Brooklyn. Would love to go next year. All right, uh, what's next on this list here, Eric? John Wall. Gets oh, bought professional out. bag getter, man. Yeah. <laughs> this, this man is relentless. John Wall, whose agent should be in the Hall of Fame, gets bought out from the Houston Rockets to sign a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Clippers as a free agent. Screw championships. Just chase the bag. I mean, Honestly. stay in the league as long as you can. Shout, shout out to StatMuse, who had the audacity to post. Here were uh, John Wall's stats the last full season he played. What was it? They're like six years old. Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I saw a um I saw a highlight reel of John Wall's like uh, like th- they were reminded this is what John Wall could do. And somebody I follow on Twitter, uh, Meek Phil, I don't know Zach if you follow Meek him. Meek Phil is an all time follow. He, amazing follow. He go he tweeted out, he said, um there's Charlotte Bobcats highlights of this. Listen, and that's like the last time he did anything where it was like, you know what? This is worth my time. Nothing will be <laughs> peak John Wall than in that 2K game where you scored, what, like 109 points with him? Yeah, I decided <laughs> I was going to take over John Wall, and I did just that. Yep. Because that man is a professional bag getter. Yes, he is. John John Wall will earn forty one Too much money. Too John Wall will earn too but, much money. According to Fadeaway World, John Wall will be paid... Forty point eight million dollars. Oh 
that, well, that, that includes that includes his buyout, right? Let's let's break it down. Yes, <laughs> that's five hundred thousand per game. A hundred twenty, <laughs> almost a hundred twenty-four and a half thousand per quarter. What? Ten thousand. <laughs> Why? Ten thousand three hundred eighty-two dollars for every minute. No, professional bag getter, yeah. man. This man knows no what other way. This man year. puts Ryan. Wait. He didn't play. This man puts Ryan Fitzpatrick to shame. One more, one more. One hundred seventy-three dollars per second. Jeez. Give me his stats for the last season that he played. I don't care if it was like half a season or what. Uh, it was twenty twenty. This man hasn't played in two <laughs> years, and he's getting this money. No, no, wait, wait, wait. It was twenty 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 one. Okay, he sat out last season. In fact, yeah. he's only thirty-one. Surprises the shit out of me. Right? Yeah, it feels older. like he's like forty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the last time he was there, he averaged twenty points in Houston. All right, I mean, but he's played forty games since two thousand nineteen. That's terrible. I he's, saw... he's only played a hundred and three since two thousand sixteen seventeen. Because he had that one contract with the Wizards that they paid him so much yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, and then he got hurt. Um, and then they traded him. That's it. My, <laughs> and that was a my favorite John Wall thing is <laughs> when, yeah. and I saw this on Twitter. So whoever posts this on Twitter, thank you for reminding me of this. When he said, "I'm ready to be the guy and I'm ready to be the leader in Houston," and then he immediately went on like a 21 game losing streak yep. after benching him, or he started to sit. Yeah, he started so to say. 2019, he had a left heel. That's when Achilles. they told him. That's when they said, yo, just don't show up. What's infection? I don't know. He had some kind of infection apparently well, he, in 1920 that kept him off he, the court. He tore his Achilles while doing the dishes. Yeah, I know. But if you look at his uh, <laughs> his basketball and reference. that man's getting $40 million oh, yeah. a game. If you look at his basketball reference, tw- uh, 1920 is did not play injury. Left heel, Achilles, infection. What infection? No idea. Okay. All right. All right. What's next on this list? Uh, speaking of players who are getting the bag, Russ and Kyrie are both getting their player options and they opted in for their respective teams. This is quick. I, Ky- Kyrie, it was between $6 million and a veteran minimum from the Lakers or opting into a $47 million contract with the Brooklyn Nets. $37 million. Uh, 37. What were you, you going to do? And then... The Lakers, they don't get Kyrie, and it's okay. Russ opts in. Uh, oh, wow. $47 million. It went from everything's going to change to everything is staying exactly the fucking same. Also, just better play why, would Russ, <laughs> why would Russ say no to that? Yeah, you're not getting anywhere near that anywhere, Russell Westbrook. You might as well get stay your bag, cash in, take your federal minimums after yeah. this season. Stay in California with LeBron. Yeah, it's the playoffs live again. Up, live it up. Live up life. Yeah, hang out. I, I saw the video the he posted to Twitter. He seemed very happy to begin next year. I would be too million million that money to be not that good at what, basketball. The guy? I mean, he's still the third option. It's just a really uh, bad third option. Yeah. All right, what's next? Uh, and So this is a player that is probably going to be getting a lot of money in free agency. It seems like the Knicks are really targeting Jalen Brunson like he's the next best thing. I heard it could be four year, $100 million plus. Tom nodding his head. You fan? Jalen Brunson's good. That good? Is he, no. is he worth okay. a max? No. I didn't hear max. I heard $100 million max. No, I heard I heard that. Well, they just traded Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel to the Pistons. 
Yeah, so you can get, what, extra... was it 30 million or well, something? Well, I've heard they've been trying to get a backcourt of DeJounte Murray and Jalen Brunson. I don't think they're getting Murray. Neither do I. Also, what what is that win? Nothing. With Julius Randle. Nothing. It doesn't win Jack. They could have had You missed the playoffs. <laughs> could have had this French guy for yeah. dirt cheap. <laughs> the next Instead, you shed Kemba Walker. Could have done yeah. that and got that French guy. There's rumors now that Brunson might be getting the max after this recent trade earlier oh. today from the Knicks. Oh, oh no. Oh. John's going to be so upset. What's all right, what's John's already upset. That's true. We'll, we'll hear more about this when John's here on Friday. All right, what's next? Um, switching over to Major League Baseball. The ain't oh here we go. New York Knicks are going to offer Jalen Brunson from Haynes a four-year contract worth one hundred ten million dollars to start free agency. <laughs> That's too much money. I listen. I and that is from Chris Haynes. Okay. So we'll get John's so reaction when that contract's four done. Four years, $110 million. What are they doing? But anyway, back to baseball. Uh, the Angels and Mariners getting a very physical Good old fashioned old fashioned brawl. On Sunday. Jesse Winker decides I'm taking on the whole fucking Angels dugout. And, then and who's there at the top step to fucking greet him is Phil Nevin. Yep. I love that. Almost makes me want to watch baseball. Did you see what he did after the fight? No, it doesn't. Not really. Did you see what he did after the fight? No. Gave the double bird to the fans. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big fan of that. Big fan of that. Yeah. Um, somebody, one of the Mariners fans, ordered a pizza for Jesse Winker. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that. that. Yep. Did you see that he picked up the pizza? He did. He did get the pizza? Yeah. Good. And the Mariners, uh, the, the Mariners team store is doing a promotion. Every Jesse Winker jersey or player t-shirt, you get a custom, like, pizza pin. <laughs> All I got to say is he's from New York. And you can fucking tell. So they hand down 12, um, 12, 12 suspensions. suspensions. One to the interpreter. 12 suspensions. What did he do? I wonder what he did. He was probably oh, here, somewhere oh, here in that we go. throwing a punch. The full list from the Angels. Phil Nevin, 10 games. Jeez. Anthony Rendon, 5 games. Oh, no. He's hurt. Yeah. Oh, is he? Assistant pitching coach Don Cheedy, 5 games. Okay. Pitcher Andrew Wentz, 3 games. Relief pitcher Ryan Tapera, three games. Closer Rysel Iglesias, two games. Bench coach Ray Montgomery, two games. Interpreter. Who's coach Manny, this team over the next couple days? Interpreter oh, yeah. Manny Del Campo, two games. Catching coach Bill Hasselman, one game. That's from the Angels. For the that's, Mariners. That's uh, yeah, just it's wild. We Jesse Winker. We do. Jesse Winker, seven games. The Mets need to start doing that. J.P. Crawford, five games. Julio Rodriguez two games. I mean, it's it was it was a great event. It's probably the best thing in baseball I'll see. Shout out shout out to all sports news for posting the entire. The list Reds are winning. Damn, um, but the Mets lost nine ones. So. Also, uh, Rysel Iglesias for throwing that bag of sunflower or the box of sunflower seeds. You're my guy. All right, so is that it for our news topics? For baseball. For everything. Uh, we well the Astros no hitter. Oh yeah, they no hit the Yankees. They no hit the Yankees. The Yankees did not. They almost they no almost hit the got Yankees two days in a row, and, and then they lost that wild. game. Actually, I, I brought. We were talking about this in the group chat, but uh, it, it would have been if it happened. Not the first time a no hitter happened in back to back games, but it it happened back to back days. But there was a double header in between. In between, yeah. So it didn't happen back-to-back games, but it happened back-to-back But, yeah, games. I mean, listen, they no-hit the Yankees. The Yankees did not bring their bats that day. 16 straight innings? 16 straight innings. And then it came, dude, John Carlos Stanton broke 
the streak in the seventh of the next game, and it just and the Yankees won that game. Yeah, the first hit happened in that sixth. That was it. Thing, like, and it, it, was it was over. over. It was over. Yeah. Game. It might as well just once it was an overtime. I had a feeling. No extra matter what. innings. Yeah, yeah extra innings. Yeah, so oh, that, oh. that was bad. didn't like that one. No, but yeah, so they no hit. And real quick, we have football last, right? Yeah, and I was just going to say Harper's out six weeks with thumb injury, yeah. not yeah. what the Phillies want. hit by a pitch by Blake Snell. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, t- and uh, football real quick here before we leave, before Zach does a little thing here, we're going to do it every weekend in the summer. Uh, Terry McLaurin gets too much money, $71 million. Am I correct on that number? It is It is $71 million. I for, like Terry McLaurin. For a not top 15 wide receiver what? in this yeah, league? Too much money. What? He's top 15. No, he's not. Name 15. Dude, players. we went through the top 10 who you and I had the other day. And we forgot receivers. And we didn't have A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf in that top 10. That only adds up to 12 receivers. But do you have them? You have all of them still? You didn't have Hunter Renfro in yours. <laughs> Terry McLaurin, I think, is better than Hunter He's Renfro. not! Yeah, is. I'd rather have Terry McLaurin than Hunter Renfro. Yeah. On what planet? What is what is Hunter sensible. What does Terry McLaurin do better than Hunter Renfro? Catch. No! Routes. No! Run yeah. routes! Play football. Play football? <laughs> Play no. football? You see that hit Hunter Renfro last year? Bro, he shouldn't be hitting. <laughs> he was, though. He's receiving. Terry McLaurin. I've never understood the hype. Terry McLaurin He's the only option on a bad team. That's usually how that goes. He's a good Terry player. McLaurin is coming off a season where he had 1,053 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, and you tried to sell wait, me wait, that. And ju- how many touchdowns? Five. Five. You tried to sell me on Jerry Judy yesterday, and you're probably thinking your mind Jerry Judy's better than Terry McLaurin. You told me Jerry Judy had 1,000 yards last season, <laughs> he and didn't. he didn't. He had like, uh, I don't even know how many he had. He had like half that. All right. In in uh, forty six games, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, no, 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 we can't go by this stupid little list they gave us. But we can. Is Devontae Adams better? Yeah, that's one. Is Cooper Cup better? Yeah, that's two. Yes. Debo Samuel, who you and I both forgot. <laughs> yeah, is he better? Because yeah. he's a hybrid. Is he better? Yes. Yeah. Justin although, Jefferson. Although I yes. want to say these rankings, I do not agree with. <laughs> okay, Justin Jefferson. Of course he you don't. Yeah. Dude, do you really think Debo Samuel's three? No. Okay. Jamar Chase is he better? Yeah. Is C.D. Lamb better? Yeah. Is Stephon Diggs better? Yeah. Yeah. How is is Tyreek Hill better? Yeah. Is T. Higgins better? No. I don't think I agree with that one. Yeah, no, I don't no. think T. Higgins is, is Hunter better. Renfro better. No. Yes. No. DK, DK Metcalf. Metcalf. Is better. Yeah. DK. Tyler Lockett is better. No. Yes. What? Bro, you you told me yesterday that uh, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, interchangeable does not matter. I will say this: a couple names you haven't mentioned. Chris Godwin, there. no. When he comes back, I do think DeAndre Hopkins is better. Chris Chris Godwin, one hundred percent, is better than Terry McLaurin. Mike oh, Evans, not. Tony, AJ Brown, yes. AJ Brown. Oh, see, Brown. there they have McLaurin at fifteen. Pittman, no. They have D Hop at seventeen. I yeah, have but they had T Higgins up there, so you could just switch. Keenan Allen at twenty. They have Mike Williams ahead of Keenan. What is Pro Football Focus doing? Well, you know, maybe they know more because, you know, they're an established website. Where's your established website? Mike Evans is 20. Here's my established podcast. Mike okay, Evans Brandon 21. Cooks, realistically, is top 15. <laughs> yeah. actually, is he better than Tony Brandon Warren? Cooks has yeah. had 1,000-yard seasons I'm, for the past five seasons, and no one gives him you've credit You've named 15 wide receivers we you think are better than Terry McLaurin. I don't think I have. <laughs> we, we just did. Okay, no, we didn't. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I like Terry. Like, he always produces for my fantasy team. He's can, we, can we pull up Terry McLaurin's stats from the past year? Yeah, I, I have it up. I have his, his stats up. I, I want to see it here, too, just so uh, Tony can take it in. 
<laughs> I didn't ask for wide receiver leaders. Well, you'll get it because <laughs> you'll find them. Okay, we're under receivers. You ask them for it. All right. Darnell Mooney had more yards than Terry McLaurin last he year. He also had he had two more yards and um, four more receptions. So I kind of hope he does. But what is the situation where also, that's happening? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You should not be going by yards in general. Go by average. Average yards per game? Yeah. No, y- yards a reception. We yeah. have another. We have another update on the Jalen Brunson saga. Hey Tony, go by a stat that's not sorted yeah, by yeah. receivers yards. Oh yeah, that's yards after yeah. catch. <laughs> What's his average amount of yards per reception? That's a legitimate stat. And what if Mooney's is higher? It's not. I just saw the math. It's not. All right. Um, what about yards per game? Is that an easy thing to go by? I guess I don't know because that. Yard, yeah, I'd say work. so. I don't think that works. Oh, bro. That doesn't, that doesn't fit my narrative. <laughs> I know it doesn't fit your narrative. What about targets? You want to go by targets? <laughs> no. Targets is good. Targets is not good. Yards is the telltale. <laughs> and he is 20th. He's 20th. And he's Brandon Cooks is behind him, and you say Brandon Cooks is better. Dude, 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 dude. Darnell Mooney had two more yards than him, which you brought up as a key argument. He had four more receptions. He should have two more yards than him. <laughs> He's not better. He's well, not top 15. I guess there's only one way we can really do this. I'm going to have to break it down myself because no one else gets it right, but I always do. All right, do. next episode, you want to do your top 25 wide receivers? I'll do my top 25. Can we push it back to another week? Like, Why? You can't do it in four days? I got things to do. Tuesday. We don't, we're doing one episode a week after this. Oh. All right, Friday. Time. If I get it done, I get it done. Okay. All right. Well, get your list done. I will have my top 25 wide receivers. Sure. So, a new development in the Jalen Brunson saga. The Mavericks will offer him apparently five years, 110. The Knicks will offer him four years, oh, 110. God, I hope they do all this and they lose him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Deontay Johnson had more yards in less games. Um, <laughs> doesn't, that doesn't fit your narrative, does it? Nope. And more touchdowns. You speaking doesn't fit my narrative. <laughs> I know, because I'm making so many good points. No, you're not. How did Mark Andrews finish sixth in the league in receiving yards? <laughs> Mark Andrews was definitely the best tight end in football last year. I'm not even close. All right, well, that's going to wrap this episode. Wait. Oh, wait, right. Zach's got his thing. All right, Eric. Travis Kelsey had more reception. Shut up. All right, Eric. We have a new game at the end of every episode. We're just going to do an MLB one this week. Maybe during the football season when they have more posts, we'll do the NFL are Are you calling this like blind resume or something like that? Uh, Yeah. You want okay. to shout out the page that we're just blatantly stealing this from? You should, Zach. It's, M- it's MLB Guess Who on Instagram, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Guess the Player. Okay, MLB. I guess already the went player. through all the NFL ones. I knew them all. <laughs> you didn't know them all. I he knew. Didn't right. know them all. Oh, really? He knew like ninety nine percent. I got all right. this. We're using MLB Guess the Player. It's an Instagram page. Everybody gets one guess. Everybody, yeah. Everybody gets one guess. W- real so quick, this... it got to the point with football with him. I was naming the first team in the years, and he was getting them. Damn. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> So this first player was on the Dodgers in 2014 to 2020, the Cubs in 2021, the Braves in 2021, 2022 to present, the Giants. Got it. I think I know this too. I don't. Okay. Do you have a guess? Um, that, I know it. That guy who broke his leg. 
You know, I'm sure oh you my do. god, but I can't. You can't really. This yeah, is a, this know. is an easy. Is like it? I chose this one because it was like a softball. I forget which one's which. What do you mean? Is it Jock Peterson? Yeah. Okay. See, I was confusing it with Jace Peterson. Oh. Yeah, it's, his brother it's, Eric was that who who it, you, it, I'm it guessing is, you were because like I said I made it, this it first is, one a softball. It is known hater of Tommy, uh, known hater of fantasy football, Jock Peterson. Yes, it only clicked for me because the Braves gave him his ring last week when yes. the Giants were in town. Yep, that's the only reason why I clicked. What? <laughs> that's how they did it. Yeah, they yeah. just mailed it. <laughs> the rest of the team gets a ceremony. He doesn't. Yep. Was he part of the ceremony? No. No, they he got his own well, ceremony. Whenever he, he comes back, to town, yeah. that's why. But they're going to do the team itself like within the first month of All right. Well, Tom hates everything. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up. I don't hate everything. That was, a good, that was a good first one, Zach. Yes. Um, every episode of Tony Ben Sports Podcast is available ever get your podcast. So starting after this week, we're going to be going down to a once-a-week thing until August, uh, until the preseason starts to ramp up. But looking forward to this summer, we have season predictions. We have our fantasy football draft. We have a ton of stuff coming. So that's what we'll be doing this summer. So we will see you next time this Friday for an episode of Too Many Mountain. Bye, everybody.